I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts, I'm D, and this is Writing Sins Not Tragedies, AJ. We're coming at you with Season 6, Episode 3, Hotel Polsky and the Ballerina of Auschwitz. It's a long fucking title, but it's going to be a short, sweet episode. Find us on Instagram, at Points O Pressure. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. I was hoping you didn't integrate that in. Yeah. It definitely sounds like a Panic at the Disco, <laughs> rest in peace, uh, <laughs> song. It's, oh, shit. Uh, all right, so a little bit of background with this, because I'm just going to jump right into oh, it. Oh, you're going straight into it. I'm going it. Okay, straight cool. into it. I mean, just for this, for the exposition, I guess. I don't know. This, These two events that I'll be talking about, I've had in my notes to do an episode on since season one. I was going to do it in season one. I'm glad I didn't because I feel like I my research oh, and storytelling dude. capabilities for both of us have increased dramatically, yeah. tenfold. So I'm glad I saved this one because to kind of, to kind of agree with you better. on that, uh, I have a friend that's going like he just learned that I had a podcast like two weeks ago, so he's been listening through it and he's like. Oh, like this is such a like this is so cool. Apparently, uh, the uh, White Walkers. Oh yeah, White the Pale Walkers. Walkers. Pale Walkers. Yeah, sorry, uh, Game of Thrones reference. There. It's a fun one. Uh, so the Pale Walkers one. He was like, he fucking hates the paranormal stuff Hell because yeah. it scares the shit okay, out good, of him. Good, good. Yeah, then I'll so, do a paranormal episode. So I, was, I go, dude, you have no idea. We got some fucking spooky ones coming up. Um, yeah, just wait for those possession ones. Like, yeah. goddamn, those ones are fucking <laughs> yeah, horrific, dude. The black-eyed children. That one's a good. That one's pretty good. Black-eyed yeah. peace children. Yeah, um, let's get it started. But yeah, he'll uh, he'll talk about. So he was like, "Oh yeah, I really like the voices thing that you do at the start." And I was like, "Well, don't get fucking used to it because it was so cringy." I outed that one as soon as wait, I so, realized. So he it. went back. He went and to season started? one. Yes, yeah, season and, one, and then he's gonna catch up. Damn, yeah, most people learned start and, was, and then go back. Nah, he's. Mind you, this is the same guy that got me into One Piece, and he's like, watch every episode. Uh, so yeah. I told him, I was like, you can skip season one, and he was like, D, like, you know how I am with anime. And I was like, yeah, that's true. He's like, I will listen to every single one of these. <laughs> like, you know, it's I will, all right. Do That'll your help. thing, That'll man, help. by all Hell means. Yeah. No, I'm not complaining. But yeah, uh, if you decide to go back and listen to a backlog, just skip season one. I mean, there there are a couple good episodes but yeah, we, we weren't as good. Our fucking our audio was like, shit. I feel like season two, we really just the got difference the ball is crazy. Yeah. But we also did some episodes in season one that oh, yeah. we still refer back to. Yeah. Like very, we were accidentally really smart on doing some foundational episodes in there's, the first two seasons. There's like actually, IRBs. Uh, yeah, there are a few shit. things in IRBs that I'll probably go back and do like an entire episode on yeah. because it was like... We just didn't have time. Who's Here's two sentences of like some this fucked up medical thing. experiment. So, yeah. Yeah, I just learned about like, uh, you know, one of those schools in Canada where you take the indigenous kids in and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about many of these like boarding schools. Uh-huh. I just learned about one that you might have to look into and do a full episode on. But basically for however many decades they were 
feeding all the kids would get unpasteurized milk, but then all the faculty knew about it and would get pasteurized milk. What the fuck? Which led to like hundreds oh, of deaths yeah. that were just attributed to getting sick. Jesus. And they got away with it. And so it was all that, just testing or was it testing? Like they were they were seeing the like they were doing testing to see the effects. No, no, no of testing. They were just like well, if they die, they die. Oh god. <laughs> they wanted them like yeah. Yeah, okay. no 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 test Goddamn, behind okay. it. It was yeah. just you have to send me the stupid. details on that one. Like it was probably oh, it's cheaper to feed the kids this. Meanwhile, Fucking the hell. dean has a hard on for all those dead kids. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, Crazy also, shit. uh sorry to continue Oh no, you're good. You. Al from Instagram. Continue sending your stuff. I forgot to respond to you about the uh, cult you messaged me about. Oh, yeah. I was even reading so, through some of those. Hell yeah. Keep sending Please your shit. You, that shit is awesome. You have some awesome That's suggestions. Some awesome insights. And to anybody else who finds something that you're like, what the fuck? Send it our way. Because like, even if you think that it can't be stretched into an episode, it can. we can we'll find fucking stretch shit into an episode. So send stuff to us because, man, like. I don't know how you guys find shit, but... It's awesome. It's always really good. Yeah, that um, cult one was... I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, God damn. Dude. Yeah, I was just speaking to my father today. About that? About about that, about, uh, you know, the kind words that we've received since, yeah. since last season. and Well, during last, last season. Super awesome. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, so it's it's phenomenal. Um I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, go I was, for it. I was just gonna get. I was gonna get back and be like, "Oh yeah, you were talking okay, yeah. about how." So I was feel gonna like do this. We can tell stories better now. Oh yeah, I I I think we're pr- almost professional. <laughs> we're. Th- I mean, the issue is we're, we're not on social there, yeah. media. Like, if we tweeted, oh, yeah. and if we tried to get like now. influencers <laughs> on to the show or yeah. shit like that, I feel like we'd be a lot bigger. But you know what? I feel like the core of our our show is still here, you know. Yeah. I feel like we oh. are we are still very much pressure points. I was talking about this earlier. <clears throat> We're really sold out yet, but yeah, nobody's not yet. really tried to buy us out. Exactly. <laughs> so if I, you I, if you own a company and you would like <laughs> to have us sell out to you, yeah, no, reach no. out to us on Instagram or email. <laughs> no, but it you know what I like it. I like where we're at. Yeah. I like that we have like some very dedicated fans who like the show, who talk to us, mm-hmm. give us feedback. It's phenomenal, it's and just crazy. just listening, you know, is yeah. enough for me. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. I I had something. You're good, but it's gone. It's been a long week, and it's going to be an, another long week next week. Yes. Got another clinical tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. By the time you're listening to this, I'll probably be in the clinical. Dead. <laughs> and dead. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Our storytelling ability uh i got a couple things with that one i've been requested to ask you um if two things one related to the podcast one not so number one one <laughs> where are the survival stories at jesus christ we just got fucking back bro. i know i know that's what i said i was like wow <laughs> God. but they're popular. People like them. So okay, yeah. I it's like get I, one on deck. It's like I told you there was that one that posted on fucking Reddit, and he was commenting, and I was like, I should reach out to him and just see if he wants to do an interview. That would be that cool, dude. That like I don't know, he got fucking cut in half or some shit. Uh, it was crazy. He survived, but um, and then uh, can we borrow your car tomorrow? One of your cars? Yeah, I already told you. you don't I know, but we we. She wants me to ask. It's fine. Hey, but AJ. AJ and the person who would be requesting this, 
Don't worry about asking. Leave the keys up there tomorrow. You got it. We got you. <clears throat> um, what else was there? Whoa, you said there were two things. I know, to you, to you. But, yeah, I, I feel like we've, we've come a long way. I was really reflecting yeah. on our growth and, you know, we're full of shit. But a lot of people have been saying. Full of good shit. Or, yeah, yeah. Full of good shit. Yeah. But a lot of people have said, like, hey, you talk about some seriously dark, creepy, depressing-ass shit. But you do it in a way that's really approachable, and you know what? If Thank that, you. if if you guys take, if that's what you take away from this, that you're able to learn about these horrible things, in a in a way that you can stomach it, in a way it. that is, yeah, yeah, you're able to stomach it and sleep at night and not, you know, you're not psychologically fucked up. We I, take that burden off of you. Yeah, no, I take <laughs> like I consider that a success. Yeah, because yeah. there's so much shit in history that people just don't acknowledge. I'm actually going to be, you know, part of this is an extremely dark. And never spoken about part of World War II. It's a World War II episode. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's an I'm talking to episode, D, not yeah. anybody else. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's. I talk about some something that we've never talked about on the show. Yeah, that okay. is rough. It's a very rough topic for a lot of people and a lot of history around this. AJ, I don't know how to break this to you, but we've been doing shows for six years, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about Auschwitz. And World War Two, plenty of times, but not ballerinas. <laughs> and no, I'm, I, yeah. yeah so do no you want sweat. me to? Oh yeah, yeah. But by all means, uh, take it away, man. Yeah, and if you want more, oh yeah, yeah. Patreon.com uh, forward slash points of pressure. We'll get That's an it. Extra episode a month. Uh, another one coming within the next two days because because it's the last two January days of month. January thirty first is two days away, baby. All right, so Hotel Polski. It's a nice hotel. It opened in 1808 in Warsaw, Poland. Okay. Beautiful vacation destination. I wasn't able to find it on Expedia today, so I don't think it's used as a hotel anymore. <laughs> it's not real anymore. If it even exists anymore in its... Well, I know it, after the war it was retrofit and used as other shit for a while. So I don't know what's there now. Um, but, you know, beautiful place. And in 1941, you know, the Holocaust is in full swing. World War II is going on. We know all that shit. We've been talking about that forever. Okay. <clears throat> we have? Yeah. <laughs> <that's> weird. <laughs> but there were, there were a bunch of Jewish organizations, Polish diplomats, who were working with Switzerland and a bunch of South American countries to send documents into the Warsaw Ghetto. Okay. Which I think the Warsaw Ghetto was the largest ghetto during the war. I could be totally wrong. It's it's the biggest one that, like, historically, I should say. Like, you got the Warsaw Uprising, and there's just a whole bunch of shit. Warsaw is... I've always wanted to go. Ah, it's on my list. On my list to go to, for sure. Cool one. We'll, so, have to, we'll have to do it during our uh, Central and Eastern European... Here, we'll, we'll do a, a Pressure Points tour of Europe, and we'll go everywhere that we've mentioned... I mean, it would be fucking Which is cool, literally yeah. everywhere. I think it would be pretty sick. We'd... That would be awesome. <clears throat> Some of the biggest episodes. If, if you want us to do it, subscribe on Patreon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Help fund it. So they, these organizations were working with diplomats to send documents, like, um, you know, documents that said, hey, you're, yeah, I'm from Argentina. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a foreign national. That's kind of the idea, passports and stuff like kinda, that. Kind of, so like... <clears throat> documents to help people that are in the ghetto that should not be just to help anybody in the ghetto or get just out. anybody that wants to get out the can yeah. kind of like kind of like what i've talked about before where they're falsifying documents 
giving them to people just so that they can get the fuck out of there. That's exactly it. They're cool. They're one hundred percent like the Nazis would be a little bit more lenient to a Jewish person if they can prove that they are a you know a foreign national of a neutral country. Yeah. That was the important part. If they were from an allied country, they were you know POWs and it was worse. Yeah. If they were from an Axis country, same thing. <laughs> but if they were from a neutral country, if they were from Switzerland or South America then they would be a little bit more lenient and they would actually help facilitate... Well, they would allow the facilitation of getting them out, yeah. deporting them at this point. And even then, I use the word lenience. It wasn't like, oh, you got the paperwork, you can go. Yeah. It's just like, uh, well, if we execute everybody who says they're from Argentina, <laughs> then Argentina's going to be really mad yeah. when the ones who actually are don't come back. Like... You know, they're, they're basically trying to get those neutral powers to not be pissed off at them. What year is this? Is this before 41. it's... Oh, okay. I was like, is this before it's been considered a world war or... See, that's a gray area, is okay. when it's considered very... a world war. Anybody in America says when America entered the war. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say, oh, it's when the Axis powers included Japan, which then, you know, merged the, the Sino-Japanese war with the war in Europe and basically made it worldwide every you know there are a bunch of different okay points of conjecture for that but the old the whole idea let's mail them in some documents yeah by the time the documents arrived most of the time the people were dead <laughs> were already dead yeah or the mail was just intercepted by the gestapo because why wouldn't it be yeah so the gestapo and the nazis started to stockpile these documents up and they're like oh we gotta you know maybe this will you know, do something. Maybe this will, we'll be able to use this information later. <clears throat> Maybe do some schemes, some Nazi schemes. Yeah. And a lot of the interception was done by a group called Zagio, Z A G I E W, and it's Polish. So who knows? <laughs> I'm not Polish. I'm sorry. Zagiv. 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 Or Difakel, <laughs> which is the torch. I'm not gonna try that one. <laughs> That was pretty close. It's that one's German. I I know that yeah, some of that pronunciation, yeah. a little bit. But basically, they were a group of Nazi collaborators. But they were all Jewish agents. Okay. Who were working with the Nazis, and you know, a lot of people don't know that that existed. Yeah. That there were people there who were. were, you know, the the excuse always given is well, they either had to work or you know work for it or die. Mm-hmm. You know, until you're in a situation, you can't really say which one's better. But obviously, these groups are not remembered well if they're remembered at all. But basically, you know, bunch of bunch of people who are Jewish, who were either forced to or agreed to work with the Nazis, and these were agent provocateurs, Pro provocateurs, whatever that's called. They, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. You said it right. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> and they were led by a dude named Abraham Genk. Genkvach. God damn it. Genkvach. You did so well on Provocures. I know. <laughs> Abraham Genkvach. Genkvach. Let's Genkvach. say that. He was a rich bitch Jewish kingpin. He was a crime kingpin. Fucking nice. Within the Warsaw ghetto. Okay. He worked with the Nazis within the ghetto to form, you know, Zagyuv and another group called the Thirteen. They were named that because their headquarters street 
like number address was, was 13. 13. Really boring. But they were another Jewish Nazi collaborator group. And he used these groups in working with the Nazis to heavily enrich himself. Okay. <clears throat> Just like a mob boss. So Z- Zagu, I'm just going to keep saying it like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were more secretive. Their goal was to infil- infiltrate the Jewish resistance and discover its connections to the Polish underground and, you know, basically rat out all the other spy groups. Rat out the rats. Yeah, that were trying to, you know, either smuggle people out, bring documents in, Anything like that. That was their job. Infiltrate these groups. Okay. And, you know, a lot of people were instantly trusting if you said, oh, yeah, I'm Jewish, and you knew about it. Which I mean, sucks it for the sucks. resistance group yeah. because, yeah, that's it's why it's such yeah, an it's easily, so... easily infiltrated thing. <clears throat> yeah. But at the same time, not a lot of people were very willing to say, hi, I'm Jewish. Are you with the underground collaborators? Yeah. To just fucking anybody. Um, the the 13 were actually a uniformed group. They were three to 400 Jewish agents. They they had like a hat and an armband. They were tasked... As is tradition. As is tradition, yes. <laughs> they To be one of these agents, it cost a lot of money, like thousands of dollars a month. Ooh. Something to keep in mind. So the, these people were... They were tasked with shutting down any black market activity, any smuggling, anything like that. But because it was so expensive to be a member, they immediately started to run the black market. They did racketeering. <laughs> they did smuggling. Fuck yeah. Um, they, they even, one of their big things that they did was they set up a hospital with an ambulance service in the Warsaw Ghetto. Okay. And it was 100% used just to smuggle shit out the gates. <laughs> So they would say, oh, this person needs uh, medical attention. And then they'd go out and they would just smuggle anything they could. Food, water, drugs. Drugs, uh, uh, like in the basement. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) it. And these groups, the the big thing that I took away from this, this whole, like doing the research on on this story, is that there were a lot of spy networks happening everywhere on both sides made up of everybody. It was completely insane. You couldn't throw a rock in the Warsaw Ghetto without hitting a spy for one group or another. And a lot of these, like, Jewish Nazi collaboration groups were just used as, like, proxy wars among high-ranking Gestapo dudes. Okay. So the Gestapo would be like, oh, well, I have the allegiance of this Abraham dude who's over these two groups, and he's working for me. And then there's this other Gestapo dude who's like, well, I have these groups, and they're working for me, and then I'm going to pit them Jesus. against your groups and it it's it like became, an ancestral family tree 100 percent. that's exactly it <laughs> all while it's it's literally like looking at cleopatra's family tree if you exactly. haven't if you Do haven't it. gotten a chance to look at it it is the it's most a circle cluster fuck of, no it's just know, like it's worse than that yeah but. it's just like lines over lines names and shit and you're like what the fuck is going on here it's crazy shit but that's what that's what I I imagine it to be like is yeah that's it and they were all like trying to control different aspects of crime they were also trying to maintain control of the ghetto itself so the Nazis are utilizing Jewish people to control the Jewish people 
and enrich themselves while also bringing down other Gestapo. Like, it it really is this incestuous mess. Yeah. All while the only people who are getting punished for this are more Jewish people, whether you're (laughs) in the crew or not. Just the fucking regular Jewish people. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely crazy. And, you know, one one note on... uh, I, I talk about this later, but Abraham Genkvach, a little fucking bitch. His his demise is unknown. This guy got really? away with it. Damn. He wasn't liquidated during the ghetto liquidation. He fucking there was moved a, to Argentina. The Jewish Combat Squad or something like that. It's another one of these like underground Jewish resistance groups. Sentenced him to death. Never found him. I bet he died in Argentina. Yeah. Next to some Nazis. This guy was an asshole. Oh, this guy fucking was easily, fucking dude. awful. Yeah. This guy threw so many innocent people under the under the bus. Oh, I'm sure. And he was able to get away with it because he had a lot of money. Like God, gotta love it. Fantastic. So, the Warsaw Ghetto was liquidated. Every ghetto gets liquidated. I hate that term. But, yeah, that's the term we're going to say. They closed it up. They cleaned it out. Not that there was anything wrong with, you know, anything inside. They killed everybody or deported them. But during the liquidation, the Gestapo was like, well, we know probably a couple hundred, maybe a couple thousand people were able to escape during the liquidation. Maybe they were outside the fences when it was happening. Maybe they were doing work. Whatever it was, they were able to escape. So we need a way... To find them and finish cleaning up the streets. Jesus. <clears throat> and this plan took many shapes, many forms, kind of evolved over the time, but it ended up being called the Hotel Polsky Affair. Okay. So one dude was like, all right, I've got an idea. We got all these like documents in a cardboard box, not doing anything. And what we're going to do is we're going to start selling these. <laughs> Documents. What the fuck? So the, the Nazis had the the collaborator groups, the ones that had remained after the liquidation, to start to spread, basically the ones who actually had connections to other underground resistance groups, spread the uh, the rumor, and it was mostly the Zagyu at this point. They, they were supposed to spread the rumor to the underground that Jewish people who had foreign passports would be allowed to emigrate. Across okay. the board. Because before it was like, you're more likely to, but it really just depends on who's checking them and whether they just shoot you in the back right there or not. The, the, so the, the rumor was you would be allowed to as long as you had a foreign, you know, foreign documentation. So then they're like, all right, how do we sell these? So they set up two locations, Hotel Royal and the Hotel Polsky. They eventually moved just to Hotel Polsky. Oh, okay. And then they started spreading those rumors that, hey, you can buy. Now that you know, two weeks ago you heard that you can immigrate if you had foreign passports. I just found a place that sells them. And it's all just a front. And you can buy these. I mean, it's expensive. So, you know, bring your life savings or whatever. But you can buy them. So they started selling them out of Hotel Polsky. And it became kind of a gathering place for Jews. They started, people started to, like, come out of hiding Jesus. And get a room at Hotel Polsky because they also started to spread the rumor that Hotel Polsky would be like an embassy 
almost. Like it's going to be yeah. a neutral, safe ground for immigration. I see. That they're like, oh, we'll make sure that it's uh, – oh, I used the term back in uh, – Season five at some point. Season four, I think, uh, where I talk about uh, – actually, I think it was season five, early season five. I talk about that guy that uh, he falsified a bunch of documents for people. Same thing, like either like embassy grounds or like yeah, – some some oh, level of is, immunity. Yeah, this is like – ah, there's a fucking I know, I term know there for is. it. God damn it. Here, I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll just keep going. So, you know – People started coming out. People started buying these documents and then just buying, like, getting a room at the hotel with multiple people, like, because they're like, okay, I got the documents. I'm here. Now I just got to wait for the Nazis to show up and say I can leave. <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Let's let's trust them. Yeah, this will go over well. And, oh, let's see. How many was it? So the Polish underground were immediately like, to everybody they could, hey, that's a trap. Hey, that that says trap all over it. Do not go there. But it's tough because everyone was so fucking desperate for safety at the time. Well, they were desperate. And the people who they were getting the information from were from Jewish underground groups because they had been infiltrated by Zagyu. So they were getting it from sources that they trusted. So when one trusted source says do it, one trusted source says don't, it causes a lot of problems, especially when you get, when at this point you have the emotion behind it. You know what happened in Warsaw. Yeah. You know what happened during the Warsaw Uprising? You you know what's happening now. Like, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of, we need to get out of here. I need to save my family. I'll do everything I can. You know, that kind of desperation. Uh, By the way, sorry. The Swedish Schindler. Yeah. Is that episode. Uh, season 5, episode 18. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you're good. Um, so go listen to it right now and tell us what that word was. Yeah, get back to us because <laughs> fucking hell. I can't find it. That's all right. So it it's estimated that between 2,500 and 3,500 Jewish people came out of hiding and moved to the hotel during this time period. And in May 21st, 1943, the Nazis showed up and said, all right, who's, who's here to emigrate? Who's here to, who's got their documents? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah? Great. That's great. great. Yeah, oh, I thought you were going to go so well. Uh, and they were transferred from the hotel to a resort town in France called Vittel, <laughs> where they were put into a camp. I was going to say, it sounds like the name of a uh, camp. Vittel. But it was a, a holding camp. It, it wasn't like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah like, yeah, compared sure. to the camps in Germany and Poland, this one was literally just a camp. I found it. What is it? Uh, it's... Diplomatic immunity is yeah. the word I was thinking of. Yeah, that's, it, that's it allows you diplomatic immunity because Within that it's area. international ground. Yeah, that that's the Jesus. idea. Jesus, you're good. We just read through all the fucking notes on this. <laughs> Extraterritorial. Yeah, sorry. Shit Extraterritorial like that. diplomatic immunity. So the idea was okay, stay here in this town while we figure out you know diplomatic shit, and this is the transit point from this town. You will be, you know, we'll figure out transportation with whatever South American government you're from, and then we'll get you over there. So they started shipping people down to Vittel, and two months later, July 15th, only 420 people remained at the hotel. Uh, 420 Jewish people remained at the hotel. And uh, how many people were in Vittel? Uh, whatever, like 30, 
3,080 <laughs> something. They're still there. Yeah, They're yeah. Still, nothing's no, happened to them yeah. yet. Nobody's been nobody's, nobody's been, been sent yet. home yet. Nobody's been sent home yet. Yeah. But they're saying, oh, well, you know, it's diplomatically, it's a very it's complex the, the political pro- process. It may have been quick for us to get you over here, but now the process becomes really slow. Well, because they got to verify your documents. They got to do all this mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, sure. So those 420 people, they remained at the hotel because they couldn't actually afford the documents, which the documents adjusted for inflation were upwards of a million dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, these these were this attracted very very wealthy Jewish people. God damn! And you know people who did who sold or got rid of everything, and they would give them everything that they possibly could until they were completely penniless. Jesus! And then they were sent to Vittel. but you know a nice a nice French resort town, right? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And so September comes around. It's starting to get a little cold in Witzel, maybe. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. So that's another two months. So they've been in Witzel for roughly, like, the first people there have been there for four months. Yeah. Newest people there have probably been there for about two months. And they're just being told, hey, we're doing this, we're, we're doing this. Then Germany said, hey, everybody in South America... Those documents of all those people waiting in that camp that we've been trying to arrange this shit and dragging our feet for, all those documents are fake. We know it. You can verify it. Like, here. Here's one of these bad forgeries. Oh, no. So, they, like, they knew they were fake, obviously, yeah, the yeah, whole time. Yeah. But revealing it after getting everybody together and grouped up, suddenly South America not only says, well, we can't take them, it has to be valid, but yeah. they also... Even if they wanted to, they couldn't. Yeah. Like they're legally. Even if they've even if they've set everything up to accept them, now they can't because it's falsified government fucking documents. Exactly. Oh God. And they and South America, all the countries were like, fuck. <laughs> like, can't really do anything. So all but two hundred and sixty of them were sent to Auschwitz. Those 260 had legitimate Palestine documentation, saying they were from Palestine, and they were held and exchanged for Nazi prisoners that Palestine had. Jesus Christ. So they were used in a prisoner exchange. Yeah, even though they had fucking legit documents. They had, yeah, they they had that right to travel, but, yeah. So... Yeah, Abraham was sentenced to death. Never found him. Who knows where he went? He had a lot of money to disappear, that fucking asshole. God damn. And so one of these victims is kind of transitioning to the second half okay. of our story. And it's a it's a quicker story for this one. But one of the people who were sent to Auschwitz was a woman by the name of Francesca Mann. Okay. <clears throat> That's what she's known as. She, you know, everybody during this time period had their Polish name, then they had, like, the German name, and then they had their stage name. Their South American name. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So she was, you know, she was known as one of the most promising dancers of her generation. She she was a ballerina. She placed fourth in, like, an international competition before the war. She worked at a nightclub. She was a dancer. Like, she was going places. Yeah. And she was sent to Auschwitz. She was going to be a star. She was definitely going to be a star. And 
kind of her story from here gets hazy in the historical record. Okay. And I don't want to completely kill off an awesome legend by saying, oh, that not likely that was true. So, nah, fuck so it. So I'm, I'm going to tell you a, what we know happened historically, and then a couple of the different eyewitness people who said, oh, no, I, I saw this event or I knew yeah. parts of this event. And then I'll tell you the legend. Okay. But I'll start with a legend because that, that's the more fun. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so just, when you're, just tell the legend. I'll just, okay. Well, no, it, 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 <laughs> it takes some conversation, which I think is the more interesting part. <clears throat> and so basically the legend is when you go into Auschwitz, you get selected. When you go to the gas chamber, they make you undress before. Okay. They say, oh, we got to take your clothes to be deloused or whatever, and we got to clean you guys. Let's go. You guys go in the showers. So the, the story is that she undressed so sexually and sensuously. In, and and I, I could actually see this working because in 1941, you work at a death camp as a Nazi. Yeah. And you only see the women who are so emaciated that they're dying to even breathe. Like, yeah. And all and the men are bones and boners. Like. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see... This young twenty-something, fit, healthy woman, boing, 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 you yeah, know. Yeah. That. So she dances all sexually, and she seduces him. And one of the stories is she took her heel and got the guy in, oh. in the face with it. Ah, oh, damn! Steals his gun, shoots him in the stomach twice, which kills him. Shoots the other guard. And it triggers this rebellion of all the women, and they oh, all—they're all fighting, fighting back against their guards. One guard loses his nose. One guard is scalped. Jesus. And then, of course, what always happens with an uprising—they just all get gunned down. But for a moment, it, a it allowed a these women yeah. to go out with the the dignity of the fight, you yeah. know. And I love that version of the story. That one's great. Yeah. Um, another one she like. Stabbed another guard in the hip with her heel, and like he had to limp for the rest of his life. Hell yeah, Good. I love it. Fingers crossed that won't happen too. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> probably. Um, but and you know what? They definitely during this time they needed that legend of people being able to yeah. fight back, especially with how fucking like repressed everyone is. Yeah, there were, you know, and during this time period, the information that you get from the underground groups is spotty yeah. because not everybody... I mean, you were completely relying on people talking and hoping somebody else writes it down. Like, yeah. not a lot of shit was written down. But we do know 100% that on the day that she was in Auschwitz, well, it's suspected it was her because not everybody knew Francesca Mann. But, you know, we have one person who who recognized her going in, and he was on the other side. He was already in mm-hmm. Auschwitz. And he wrote Eyewitness. I think it was called Eyewitness Auschwitz. It's a book. Oh, okay. And he talks about the, some, the people that he saw, the events that he saw. So he said, oh, yeah, I saw her, but she never made it into the camp as far as I know. Like, they were segregated, so who knows? And then there was another person who was like, yeah, I saw this lady. I don't know how she did it, but she got the gun away from one of them and killed one, shot the other guy Jesus. who had to be hospitalized out. And, yeah, there was a riot. And so, devil's in the details, but yeah. what a badass. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's the way to do it. And the thing is, even if even if she didn't get inside, and she's still outside, 
she like, still fought back. It's like, not that's like some hope. it's not like they're all inside fucking like concrete walls. Yeah, it's a fence. Yeah, this is a fucking more or less chain link fence. She's outside and fucking takes off her heel and stabs some Nazi in the in the neck and takes his gun. They're going to be fucking Jews inside that see it. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Whether whether they him. were allowing her inside or not, there's a good chance that there is truth to that story. Yeah, and one hundred percent. Damn. To the historical record, we know that a woman stole a gun from a guard on the day she was there, and, and shot and killed one, happened. wounded one heavily, and then multiple guards got wounded. It was all God just damn. a mess. That's fucking awesome. And like, what? What a badass to do that! Like. You like at this point, this is 1941. The legends and the stories from Auschwitz are known. I I think there at this point there were reports from people who were in Auschwitz who escaped. Okay, that are known yeah. to the to the Polish underground. Like they knew what was going on. They knew about the Holocaust at this point. So knowing that and being forced to face that really would bring out an increase. I think it would bring out in a lot of people. Well, I'm gonna die anyway. Let's see what I can do. You know that kind yeah. of attitude. So it's uh, shit. So a real shitty thing by a lot of shitty people, but <laughs> but but yeah, I've wanted to do this one for a long time. That's sick. I and like uh, oh, there were a lot of people who got caught up in the Hotel Polsky affair. Like there were yeah. famous poets. So you said it was like thirty three thousand. Thirty three hundred. Thirty five hundred. Oh, that were taken to. Yeah, about... VITOL. Yeah, minus 420. VITOL? So, Is that what it was? V- VITOL? V-I-T-T-E-L. And it's French. Oh. I don't speak French, so... I don't know. VITOL. 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 I don't know. That. Okay. I I was thinking like 30,000 for some reason. Oh, I was like, Jesus. Fucking hell. I mean, still. Yeah. And these were people who were either smart enough or lucky enough to survive... The Warsaw liquidation. That's why, that's why you, it was probably strange when you were like, yeah, it cost a million. And I was like, what the fuck? There were 33,000 fucking no, that, that, that makes more sense. like a million dollars? No, no. What they, the fuck? Like, at this point, these okay, were very wealthy people or, yeah. yeah. And, it, and I mean, it worked. It's Damn. that Nazi efficiency, you know? Jesus Christ. Terrible. That's crazy. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know about the Nazi collaborators who were Jewish. Mm-hmm. And the ironic thing about 90%, you know, probably way more than that, I'm just throwing that out, of the Nazi collaborators who were Jewish were also just murdered anyway. I mean, like, it's uh, fucking Hitler's driver. or It's something like that. There was somebody yeah. that, uh, it was either his driver or like a butler or something, that they were Jewish, but because they were, they knew everything that he preferred he was like yeah i'll keep him around whatever like it's, yeah it's it, it's like that kind of the but same then they concept, later on yeah. just killed him anyway yeah Jesus. like yeah because you know these people for whatever their own personal motivation was to collaborate with the nazis knowing the horrors that are befalling the you know other people yeah. regardless of like at least for me obviously i'm a i'm a product of a different generation i don't care if i share kinship with that person if they're being systematically destroyed like that, I have yeah. an issue with it. But I've, you know, would that be stronger that they were also Jewish? Like, mm. 
So whatever their motivation was, whether it was out of fear that they collaborated, whether it was out of they were just shitty people, survival, or just survival. Like yeah, yeah, I you know you can't. 100% paint everybody with the same brush, they were still shitty for doing it. Unless Although you're a Nazi. That, <laughs> unless you're a fucking Nazi, then go fuck yourself. That one's true. Um, I just don't understand how... Some of these guys, like in Zigyu, they were allowed to carry guns. Jesus. The Nazis were like, yeah, a couple of you can carry guns. That's fine. What the fuck? You Imagine being that much of a fucking bootlicker bitch. Yeah, that's the, that's the exact thing. It is... It's it's like right now there's a bunch of shit happening in Atlanta. If you don't know, do you know? Are you caught up on all that shit? I have, I bruh. Have. I it's a honestly mess. I haven't fucking looked at my phone for like that's good two or three. Don't days. Don't do that. So I'll I'll give you the quick rundown. Also, I'm gonna preface this by saying I am not in Atlanta. I do not 100 percent understand what's going on. These are the basics that have gotten through because it's really not on the news. Uh-huh. But the basics are there's some. Forest somewhere near Atlanta that they're going to bulldoze like 300 and something, 370 acres. Jesus. To build a fake city for cops to train in. Despite the fact that a neighboring county has a training facility that is empty for most of the year. Dude, you got to find a place to put the fucking millions of dollars in budget. Exactly. So people are protesting that. Because despite it having like a, an extremely low approval rating, it did not get voted for in any yeah, way. It's still being They're bad. still just said, no, fuck it. Because probably I'm sure the city council is making a shitload of money. To be honest, it's probably some private fucking, private company that just agreed. Yeah, well, no, I'm sure the, the city council is getting kickbacks yeah. from the company and from the Jesus. cops and shit. Then Tyree Nichols beat to death by five cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it five? I think, I think so. Four or five. Yeah, so today, I think, today or yesterday... I mean, that's not going to work because, you know, this is recorded in the future. No. Today or yesterday from the day of recording, the body cam footage was released. Yeah, I think that was yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And that is causing, obviously, you know, this is Atlanta. This is same place George Floyd. Like, they are pissed. No, 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 no. no. George Floyd was um, or that, in Minneapolis. Hold on. Well, yeah. I mean, he wasn't murdered in Atlanta. It was oh, George. Know, outside of it. No, I'm talking about Tyree. Nichols. Oh, I was like, I was yeah, like, but, George Floyd uh, I'm, I'm, wasn't No, no, in I'm just, I'm just saying, like, see, Atlanta yeah. is the nearby yeah. big city. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna protest in Memphis? Yeah, seriously. Cows. Yeah. Nothing okay. happens there. Country music. So you, you gotta be like, if there's something big that happens in Utah, or that if anybody's protesting anything in Utah, the protest is gonna happen in Salt Lake. I see what you're saying. Sorry, that I didn't don't want to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, George Floyd is fucking Minnesota. Yeah, but that that's <laughs> but the whole good. the the concept. So. You know, they got, I don't remember where I was going with this. Massive amounts of protests. and Protests for dumb shit. And, well, I mean, I'm not saying the reasons for protests are dumb. Saying it shouldn't happen in the first place. It's dumb that it continues to happen. And, like, the National Guard was called in. Of course they were. And so it's like in that situation, if they didn't call in the National Guard, but they said, we'll deputize whoever wants to... To go against these protesters. <laughs> so it, it's like God. they're recruiting the same people that they're oppressing. Yeah. To oppress those same people. And that was a common Nazi tactic. That's the point I was trying to get to. Oh, that makes more sense. It's because the people that they're oppressing and recruiting aren't smart enough to realize that they're being fucking oppressed. Yeah. At the, at the oh. exact same time. It, it's like that Run the Jewel song or there's a, a famous poet that it's based on, or a poem that it's based on where it's, 
the the essentials are they built the cage for this group and I helped cuz I didn't and I didn't mind because I wasn't that group. Yeah. And then they used that cage for this group and you know I don't mind and cuz I'm not that group and then they're like, "Well, now they're putting me in the cage and there's nobody else to help me." Damn, Republicans are a different fucking breed, like, aren't they? Holy shit. There's actually a there's a joke. I don't know the comedian's name, but uh he talks about his his family dog Muffin, I think. And he's like, you know, Muffin loves humans, like total people dog that hates other dogs. And he's like, you know, it's kind of like a black Republican, like it fucking loves oh its God. oppressors. Yeah. But it hates it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, shit. And he, and he was like, it's a surprise. Like, we should have named it Clarence Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's the entire to, idea. To catch is up that... on it. There's a historical precedent for people supporting their oppressors, and I hate it. Yeah. Because it, it's like, how many people do you see voting for their representative who's going to vote against Social Security or edu- public education? It's like, bitch, that stuff is to benefit you. How many people are complaining when they tried to pass through, like, federal student loan debt relief? Yeah, like the fact that Mississippi is a, a blue state or a fucking red state when— like think of how many people are fucking like need the welfare they need yeah. it and they well, don't get it the thing. because they've been force fed all the information of how oh well that's for fucking beggars it's like no it's Dude. it's a program that's in so place here, here to you benefit go. you I, I have actually something directly on those lines you know mitch mcconnell yeah 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 frog satan kentucky guy mm-hmm. yeah kentucky he you know he's very much get rid of social security no socialism get rid of yeah, all that, like, SNAP, welfare. EBT, welfare, yeah. all this shit. Meanwhile, per capita, Kansas, Kansas Kentucky. Kentucky, is consumes the most federal aid out of any yeah. state and has consistently for, like, 15 years. It's fucking ridiculous. It is so, like, how can you stand there and vote? Well, it's money, and people don't give a shit, and it's all old fucks who are completely disconnected. Yeah, fucking... But, hey, kill your local politician today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. No, uh, that's a joke. Uh, in a video you game. Actually in a video game. I'll, I'll tell you after. We'll we'll get into further political commentary. Yeah, we're after. done with that. Sorry, we usually don't don't make this too political. Yeah, but since, I just thought not it, since October 2020. Uh, yeah, but uh, I thought it was very it was a very interesting thing to to connect those. Yeah, people these, supporting their oppressors, Jesus and Christ. in the end. Wouldn't you know they were also oppressed? Yeah, it just went. Oh, you're like literally the 13. Were liquidated and killed off and sent to death camps <laughs> as soon as they yeah. stopped being, as soon as the, the yeah. Nazis figured out, oh, that hospital ambulance thing is just for smuggling and we're not getting a cut. Yeah. Auschwitz. Send them. Jesus. Yeah. Like, that's the whole fucking Ugh. thing. That's grand. Yeah. So there's a historical precedent to human beings being fucking assholes. That's the only thing you take away from the, any yeah. episode of this any podcast. Episode. That's the truth. Jesus. All right. Well, uh, on that note. <laughs> If you would like uh, support another... your oppressor, you yeah. can uh, find us yeah. on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, find us on Patreon. We do an extra episode per month now. Uh, we've got some some other shit on there. Fucking stuff. Uh, sloppy seconds. We did like twenty of those or something. Uh, we did a little video walkthrough of the studio, even though that's not really what it looks like right now. Um, and AJ has put together a really cool series called Voices, um, where he talks about survivors of the Holocaust. 
also, we really haven't talked much about this. We mentioned the first episode, but Homeboy got access to the Jewish archives. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So That's awesome. there's going to be some good stuff coming out when he can get to it. So no I rush should, we on should your probably part. No rush on your part. Yeah. Um, but we should probably specify, not the Jewish archives. Oh. I don't know what that is. That would be awesome. What is it? What is it's it? It's the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum archives. Yeah, Jewish archives. Uh, <laughs> it counts. It works. So, yeah, if you, if you want to listen to some extra shit that we've made, by all means, subscribe on there. It's like... 420 as our lowest tier. If you can afford it, cool. If you can't, no, no sweat. Yeah. yeah. Get your follow us on Get Instagram your parents to like... fucking subscribe and then yeah. steal their password. No big deal. Um, yeah, uh, and we'll give you a shout out every episode if you're fucking subscribed on there. Until it so. gets too big and then we can't. Yeah, until it gets too big so and get it now. We just and we we, we throw just that say thank you to, to everyone and we thank the biggest tier. Yeah, the biggest tier. Oh, you mean the board? <laughs> So, wow. So, so just so you know, the the board, they make all the decisions, you know, they are usually the first ones to message us when I accidentally upload a, a complete uh, file with no audio somehow. <laughs> I still don't know how that happened, <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad you, you were on it in like two minutes. So that helped. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, of course, we've got Mini D, Nordic Thunder and Toddle Waddle. Thank you guys so much for Appreciate being a, a so chairperson. Yeah. We really do. Like, I hope everything's going well with y'all. You guys are forcing us to pay taxes on pressure points. This yeah. Year, so you guys you. are forcing D to pay taxes yeah. and commit yep. tax fraud. No, I mean, no. No, no. Not committing tax fraud for anyone that is for in anyone the IRS. That's, yeah. That's not, not that, in a video tax game. fraud. Uh, in a video game. We're doing it legit this year, I promise. It actually is. <laughs> but uh, we're doing it in a video game. They just bust through the window. <laughs> the small one. Yeah. They come in with black widows all over them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck, don't oh, don't fuck. tackle me. Oh, fuck. I'll comply. I'll put the cups on myself. Yeah. And then we've got, of course, Abby, AJ's third nut, Thomas, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Lara Revo. Thank you guys so much for, you know, helping us. Yeah, we I say it every week. Guys. Keep the lights on. I mean that literally. Yeah. Light. Um, we're getting fewer and fewer lights in here. We are. But. But you're helping them yeah. out. Yeah. It's I like you the guys are the lighting. ones that are keeping them on. So. Oh yeah, and you know helping us do advertising, buy our equipment. Yeah. Um, we need to do an ad too, by the way. Yeah. Soon. After I get the fucking taxes. Done. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you know, you guys, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate. That's you guys. all I got. And uh, as always, if you ever have any show ideas, TV, music, books, movies video games, you just want to talk or you need somebody to talk to about anything, by all means, reach out to us on Instagram at points of pressure or email us at ppdnaj at gmail.com. We'll catch you guys next fucking Monday.